What is a good man? Is there even a such thing as a good man? Men are not having sex, men are not going to school, and men are not working. The highest rate of fatherless homes in the world. That's terrifying. Sperm counts will hit zero by the year 2045. So a man today has less sperm than his grandfather did. I have a son. And not only that, I have two daughters who are gonna need a good man soon. My name is Chris Rubiera. This is Into the Den Podcast. Join me on the ride where we aim to cultivate a spirit of excellence and self-mastery in today's man. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the ITD Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Rubiera. And today we're going to jump right into it with the big question. What is a good man? What does it mean to be a good man? Why should you be a good man? Uh, Seems there are plenty of shitty men out there doing just fine. And there's no guarantee that being a good man is going to get you everything you want in life. So I figure we jump right into the meat of this podcast, which is asking the big questions and I'm sure there's no way we're going to get to the bottom of a question as broad and as huge as what's a good man or how to be a good man in 40 minutes or whatever but I figure we try and I want to start with a story the story's called The Men Who Stole Time It's from a book called The Greatest Stories Never Told by Rick Beyer. The early Romans used the moon as a measure of the months. That led to a 12-month year that came up short, with only 355 days. To keep the season straight, the custom of occasionally adding extra weeks and months began. But the potential for mischief was too great a temptation. Corrupt public officials began to manipulate the calendar to prolong their term in office and shorten the term of hated rivals. Of course they did. In essence, they were stealing time to further their own political purposes. By 46 BC, the Roman year was more than two months off. That's when Julius Caesar took charge. He mandated a new solar calendar, making the year 365 days long. He changed New Year's Day from March 1st to January 1st and added an extra day every four years. Opponents grumbled that Caesar, not content with ruling the earth, was now trying to command the heavens above. To bring the calendar back on track, Caesar added two extra months to the year 46 BC, sticking them in between November and December. He also squeezed in an extra three weeks between February and March. The result was a year such as no one had ever seen before. 445 days long. In Rome, this forever became known as the year of confusion. Even though, as Caesar himself was quick to point out, it was actually the year the confusion came to an end. I like that story. So the other day I was on a walk with my girlfriend and she said, you know, what we're trying to do, she has a podcast herself. And she was like, what we're trying to do is just learn publicly. And I was like, 
was like, I'm stealing that. So I'm stealing that. We're just learning publicly. So I'm just going to use the tools that we have at hand. I have some books here. I have my coffee. I have a laptop. I'm just going to Google. What is a good man? We're just gonna we're just gonna freestyle this. First thing that comes up is the Good Men Project. A good man is secure and confident, but not arrogant. That means he treats everyone with respect until they give him a reason not to. He knows that giving respect and agreement are not the same thing, and the key is to treat people with kindness, humility, and grace. Okay. <clears throat> I see you, Good Men Project. A lot of this stuff is just marriage. 11 qualities of a good man you should look for. A lot of relationship stuff. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for what is a good man? Why should you be a good man? Right? Okay. I found this. I'm going to pull it up on my phone. I like this. This is The Definition of a Good Man by Dr. Kamal Bhattacharya from India. The definition of a good man. I've seen men who were like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. They speak softly, but play hard. I've seen a man talking on YouTube about his character, <laughs> that he is what he speaks. And later on, I have found the man to be a hypocrite. This type of man falls in the category of harmful men. They pretend to be good, but they have a mask. Human character is like a stick dipped in a glass of water that appears to be bent, but straight in reality and vice versa. I like that imagery. A harmful person is a nemesis of society because he does not consider others plight, but self. He has got only one yardstick to gauge everyone. He has no sense that every individual being is unique. Today, I shall try to showcase the qualities of a good man by which he stands apart and attract the veneration of others spontaneously. He does not need to prove himself as a good man. All right, let's get into it. Every day across the world, we are being told to be a good person. But what does that really mean? I know, that's what I'm saying. Is a good person in America the same as a good person in communist North Korea? hold that's a fucking good question right there is a good person a good person everywhere like let's say you're you come from not having any role models and you still turn out good are you more good than the person who was taught that who was taught morality and taught virtues? Or does that just come from within? That's a sidebar, but that, that's something that came to mind when this when he just asked that. Is a good person in America the same as a good person in communist North Korea? I say yes. Back to the article. I say yes. A good person is unlike the good citizen whose virtue is relevant to the regime in which they live. 
The good person is a good person no matter the regime, while the good citizen is only representative, representative of that which the state deems best. The good man can be good anywhere because he follows virtue and finds happiness in that virtue. To illustrate this point, I will first define the good man, then the bad regime, and finally how a good man fits into the bad regime. So the good man. Okay, so he mentioned Socrates, which is cool because I had, it's one of the books I had, it was Plato's Republic, in which he's just um, basically quoting Socrates. And that's cool. That's a, I was just going to take an excerpt from that later on. So those synchronicities happening here. That's cool. So Socrates, while under trial, explained this definition of a good person in refutation of the charge that he was ashamed of pursuing a dangerous occupation that had the possibility of death. He responded, you are wrong, sir. If you think that a man who is any good at all should take into account the risk of life or death, he should look to this only in his actions. Whether what he does is right or wrong, whether he is acting like a good or a bad man. Boom. End quote. So here we have a very cut and dry explanation of the good man. He who does not concern himself with petty personal wants, but only whether his actions are good and just. He who does not concern himself with petty personal wants, but only whether his actions are good and just. We're kind of using good to define good there. So that that's a little, you know, confusing, but just, I've heard just, I, again, this is from Plato just is the balance between wisdom courage and temperance so i think that's balancing those three things is justice and is what i think socrates defines as a good man or a just man um i like this i'm gonna i'm gonna link this in the description this um like I said, I just found this. So this is pretty cool that it mentions some of the stuff that I was going to use in the podcast anyway. Okay, Aristotle sets out a clear boundary between what he considers a good man and a good citizen. For Aristotle, the good man is the man that acts and lives virtuously and derives happiness from that virtue. <clears throat> For Aristotle, the good man is the man that acts and lives virtuously and derives happiness from that virtue. So he derives happiness. Okay, that's what brings to mind there is, again, Jordan Peterson, when he says, I think what they mean by happiness, the translation is meaning. So meaning from that, meaning from virtue. A person who derives meaning or happiness from virtue. So good for goodness sake, not good for a certain outcome, not good because not good even because you think God is watching. It's something I was thinking about the other day because I, I consider myself a man of God. But I'm like, is are you being good because you think God is watching or are you being good just because, you know, you you want to do good. You want to minimize suffering in the world. If you see an animal's, I don't know, just if you see like 
an animal caught in a gate or somewhere in a trap and you try to help it is it because you think God is watching or is it because you in some sense there's a part a little bit of God in you that just doesn't want suffering to exist in the world and you want to mitigate as best you can suffering it has to do it has to be something with suffering involved like it the like the landscape the moral landscape Sam Harris has to be there has to be a spectrum between good and evil good being the least amount of suffering and evil being the most possible the most suffering and although i do believe god is watching i don't think that me personally i don't think i do good things because god is watching i think i i want to do good things because I guess I derive happiness from virtue. <laughs> All right, back to Aristotle. The good citizen need not of necessities. The good citizen need not of necessity possess the virtue which makes a good man. The separation is clearly evident. The fact that what makes a good citizen does not qualify someone to be a good person. So being a good person does not mean you have to by association be a good citizen. I like that. That explains the Revolutionary War. They are two distinctly different states. It is only in the best of regimes that the good person is also the good citizen. Hell yeah. I like that. So if your government is fucking up and you're a good person, it might be a, it might be your duty to be a bad citizen yeah i'm gonna post this i'm gonna post this in the in the description so you guys can read it and let me know what you think and i like i like that so from what i got so far from this is that a good man is one who does not concern himself with petty personal wants but only whether his actions are good and just and two a man a good man is a, a man who is good for goodness sake, like who, who derives happiness from virtue. That's awesome. That's a good start. I wanted to read from the five dialogues of Plato. I think this has, this, the introduction has a good little piece right here that I think can inform what we're trying to figure out here. So Socrates was well known, was a well-known character expounding his philosophy of life in the streets of Athens to anyone who cared to listen. His mission, which he explains in the Apology, which is one of these five dialogues, was to expose the ignorance of those who thought themselves wise and to try to convince his fellow citizens that every man is responsible for his own moral attitudes. His mission. 
was to expose the ignorance of those who thought themselves wise and to try to convince his fellow citizens that every man is responsible for his own moral attitudes. That sounds like a good man. He's trying to educate. A good man is one who tries to educate others, even his enemies. That's something to think about. You would think that, you know, you would want to hurt your enemies. But I think Socrates says, no, you want to educate. That's justice. Justice is educating even your enemies. Or a good man, I think a good man doesn't have enemies. According to Socrates, a good man doesn't have enemies. Um, a good man tries to educate all men even those who consider themselves his enemy. Um, so there's something about education or educating others and educate probably educating yourself that is involved in becoming a good man. The aim is not to choose the right, but to become the sort of person who cannot choose the wrong and who no longer has any choice in the matter. Wow, that's powerful. The aim is not to choose the right, but to become the sort of person who cannot choose the wrong and who no longer has any choice in the matter. So that's, that goes back to what I was saying before. Why are, you, why are you being good? Why am I even helping the animal who's got his leg caught in the bear trap? Is it because God is watching? Is it because I feel compassion? Is it I feel sad for it? Or is it because I have no choice? I love that. I would hope it's because I have no choice. And that's, that's more of a citizen of the world, uh, you know, just universally good man. When you have no choice but to do good, that that fills me with happiness. So, I guess Dr. Kamal Bhattacharya and Socrates are right. Or sorry, that was Aristotle who said that. The good man is the man that acts and lives virtuously and derives happiness from that virtue. All right, so I think we made some headway there on what a good man is, what it means to be a good man. Um, Marcus Aurelius, waste no more time arguing about what a good man should be. Be one. Nice. What is that? Um, Abraham Lincoln, discourage litigation. Persuade your neighbors to compromise whenever you can. As a peacemaker, the lawyer has superior opportunity of being a good man. There will still be business enough. I have no idea what you're talking about, Mr. Lincoln, but I respect your opinion. Gandhi. The good man is the friend of all living things. Like that. 
Oh, Gandhi, didn't Gandhi like let his wife die because he opposed her getting medicine and then apparently later on used the same medicine to save his own life? I could fact me on fact check me on that, I could be wrong. But you know, rumors start about it. Everybody has something to say about us. Somebody everybody. Plato. No evil can happen to a good man, either in life or after death. What? That seems wildly wrong. Sophocles. It is the task of a good man to help those in misfortune. Okay, so but more more of helping, educating, bringing people out of ignorance. It still doesn't answer why one should be a good man. Let me ask that. So we kind of got a gist of what is a good man, right? Let me ask Google, why should one be a good man? Is it worth it to be a good man? More relationship shit. Get out of here. Why is being a good man important? Why should one be a good person? So I've been searching for a bit now and I cannot find anything that says why one should be a good man, which is interesting. A lot of stuff on what a good man is and different opinions, and, but not why. I think why is a good, that's a good question to try to figure out. Or I think there should be more info on that, but I think the question or the answer is a simple one. That's probably why it's not out here. It's, it's just to make the world better, right? To make society better, to make those around you better. And I think it's as simple as that, you know, to, to minimize, like we said earlier, to minimize suffering. That when you're, when you're, when you're present, everything around you is better. That you leave things better than you found them. I think that's reason enough to be good and why one should strive to be a good man. At least that's why, that's why I aim to be a good man. It's just to, to make every, everything around me better so that that kind of can snowball and make other people better and they can make others around them better and so on and so forth and that can just build up you know and out into the world um, I don't see any other reason why one should be a good man because like Aristotle said it shouldn't be for self-interest it shouldn't be because you want something in return and it definitely shouldn't be because God is watching 
Although I think he is, like I said before. It shouldn't be because anyone's watching. That's integrity, right? But then there's a contradiction because I said before that integrity is that God helps you have integrity because if he's watching that you always do the right thing. But it's not that he's watching, it's more like it's part of you. Like that goodness and that God style is in you and, and the God Whatever God is, is it's not somebody who's watching you. It's more like something that's in you, you know? And not to say that I think I'm God, because I'm not. And I don't think I don't think that I am. I think I'm some I'm part of a bigger th structure or some uh, a part of a a bigger thing uh, that is God, you know? And I think that's how I know. I think that's how a child knows what's, you know, how to do good sometimes without learning from anyone. You know, oftentimes they don't. And we have to teach them. But um, I think there's some innate goodness in us as humans, as, as beings in this world. And I think to try to maximize that in yourself and in others is the name of the game. <clears throat> um, yeah. I don't know how much clarity there, like we've gotten to in this episode, but that's, I think that's a good start. What's a good man? Why should one, why should you be a good man? I think that this, we're gonna come back to this more like WAGM episodes. <clears throat> this is number one and then Maybe every, like once a week, I'll have one of these where I'm like, okay, I figured out a little more about what a good man is. And I figured this, I got this excerpt from Plato and from Aristotle and from uh, Socrates. And um, I think that's a good idea. I, I want to learn publicly and that's, that was a little choppy, but I think it was good. It was good for me. So I hope it was good for you guys. Um, and as I was talking, it made me think of an old poem that I wrote many years ago. And the poem goes like this. I crossed paths with destiny and never stood a chance. I shook his hand and waved goodbye. I'm all for better plans. And when it came around again, it found me in a trance. The face was different now, but still. I recognize the pants. I thought I ended with that. I have no idea what that poem mean. It means different things at different times in my life. And now, like just with this whole, what is a good man theme, it kind of struck me like that, that poem means something different now.
Yeah. I think that's a good place to end. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Chris Rubiero. Till next time, live a meaningful life, y'all.